Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Daily Gloss. This is Steph, and I have a special guest with us. Introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Ping Hua. Yeah, this is、um, Ping Hua. Do you know Ping Hua? <laughs> <laughs> um, Ping Hua is a longtime gal pal of mine. We met through sister churches, but then truly became friends freshman year of college. To describe her is that she's a baddie. The realist <laughs> <laughs> and intentional friend,、uh, truly a rare gem to have in your life. She's full of talent, and when I say full, y'all, I mean like truly full. She can draw, do calligraphy, sing, writing, nails. She just did mine. You name it, and then she'll master it. Like her degrees she have on her wall. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond other things I mentioned, she's wise, loyal, and she truly stays true to herself, and she will stay true to you. A favorite, a favorite memory with Pinghua from college is that we will call her crush, her husband, and live by it.、Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but after we recre- recreated that Dululu world, she actually found her husband, and they've been married for nine years or ten years. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, Mengwei is like ten. Mika is nine. Nine. Okay.、Yeah. So before we answer your relationship questions that y'all sent, thank you so much for sending that in. Please tell us and our listeners. Tell our listeners how you and Peterson met. Oh my gosh.、Um, how we met, right? Okay.、Mm-hmm. So we met at、um, our old church.、Um, Yeah, so that was like in high school when I was still like, you know, going through my emo phase or whatever, and I was kind of MIA from church. And my brother told me that there was a new family that came to church,、um, and they were like one of the church family's cousins. And I was kind of like, oh yeah, whatever. I don't know why you're telling me; it doesn't matter to me, whatever.、Um, but then like we would after church, we would always hang out and like eat or like play football together. So that at that cousin's house was where I first met him. Okay, because he came up to me and was like, "Oh yeah, my name is Peterson. What's your name?" And I was kind of like, "Oh, this is a weird guy's introducing himself." So that's like the first time we met. Freshman year, high school. Um, I would say sophomore year. Sophomore year. Okay.、Mm-hmm. Oh, they came to church pretty late. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And then how did you guys fall in love? Oh, cringe. <laughs> <laughs> how we? Wait, were you dating、love? when you met Peterson? Yes. Oh, you were. Okay. So yeah. Um, yeah, I was with my ex at that time in high school, and、um, yeah, so we met then, and it was like it was nothing then. But then, like as we kept going to youth nights together and like you know seeing each other, I think we kind of like start talking and like texting and stuff. And then I was kind of like, whoa, okay, we gotta chill out because I'm I have a boyfriend or whatever. <laughs> you know, when you're young, you don't think of all that stuff until you're like a couple days in, and you're like, oh yeah, I sh- probably shouldn't be doing this. Uh, but then it was at that time though that like I knew I developed feelings for him, and he knew he developed feelings for me. But then like you know, like I said, we had to kind of put a stop to that because you know, you know, <laughs> I was like,、oh, you shouldn't do that.、Um, and then fast forward four years later, we were. This was after our first year of college, and I mean, we still went to the same church, so we still knew you know each other and stuff like that. But that was when I. Was in the process of like breaking up with my ex just because you know you know when a relationship just doesn't work out and you know you're going through that process and、um, there was a time when we were practicing a special for Christmas 
and we were downstairs jamming and he heard me practicing my special and he came down and according to him he fell in love with my voice before he knew that it was me because we kind of like hated each other during that that time when we liked each other to like that time when we liked each other again does that make sense mm-hmm yeah, so then um, we kind of hate each other because, like, he would always be like, yeah, remember that time where, you know, like, you lied to me or the time <laughs> when all... Like, he would never let me forget about it. And and he was right, but, like, he kept reminding me about it. And so I hated his guts, but he hated my guts. So we hated each other. <laughs> yeah. They were the Korean drama. We, yeah, we hated <laughs> each other. And then, yeah, so when I was breaking up with my ex, like, I was singing... Okay, so I was singing that song, and he came down, and he opened the door, and he was like, ew, oh, my gosh, it's her... And I didn't know that he felt that way. But then when we were leaving, he kept talking to me, like, when we were, like, going to the car. And he was like, oh, like, I don't know. I don't even know what he asked. But something about, like, how are you and your boyfriend or whatever. And I was kind of, like, annoyed because I'm like, why do you care? Like, stop. Mm-hmm. Like, don't ask me about that. You don't you don't know me. And, you know, yeah. like, we're not friends. Um, so I kind of blew him off. But then he really started pursuing me. But what he didn't know was that I was going through my breakup with yeah. my ex. Um, and, um, at my old church, we do this thing where we, um, so like New Year's Eve, we go to church and we pray. And then, um, when New Year hits or no, we, yeah, we do like this whole agenda thing and then New Year hits and then we pray with our families and stuff like that. And then I remember that night, like I remember praying because I was, okay. So I knew that my ex wasn't like the one for me, yeah, but I didn't want to let it go. It was hard for me to let go because I was that girl that like. No one liked growing up. I wasn't like cute. I wasn't. I didn't. I wasn't the girl that like guys had crushes on. I was mm-hmm. awkward. I was nerdy. So I remember like I didn't want to. Even though I knew that he wasn't the one for me years before, I didn't want to let it go because I was like, oh, okay, well if no one liked me growing up, no one's gonna like me anymore. Oh, you know? Yep. If no one had a crush on me back then, like no one's gonna have a crush on me now. Like I'm gonna be single forever. You mm-hmm. know. So I remember thinking that, but that night when we went to Jean Paul, like I remember I really like surrendered it to God. And I remember, I mean, I know I was supposed to pray for my family, but I was out here praying <laughs> for my life. Okay, I was like, you know, God, like I don't want to give it up. And I know you've been telling me that he's not the one for me, but if I really give this to you, then I'm okay with being single. Like mm-hmm. I'm okay with no one liking me, you know, like I accept that, you know? Yeah. And then... Um, yeah, so then that happened. And then a couple of weeks later, like that was when Peterson really started to pursue me. And then, um, you know, it's like what my sister said a long time ago. It's like the right person, wrong timing, you know? Yeah. So when that finally happened, he started pursuing me. I was, I, I would knew I was drawn to him mm-hmm. and it was annoying that I was drawn to him yeah. because I was like, this is not the right timing right now. Yeah. Like I'm going through a breakup. I just got done with, with, with a breakup and also, I wanted to make sure that he wasn't a re- just a rebound. Yeah, that's true. You know, like I like after we broke up, I really told myself like, okay, use your head, use your head, and like don't go. You know, girls like we go with our emotions or mm-hmm. whatever. So I was like, okay, use your head, like make sure he's not a rebound, but like you just know your your feelings and right. yourself. Like, you just know that like, okay, yep, I'm just really attracted to this person. I can't explain why you know because i kept telling myself like girl you don't like him you don't like him you know Mm -hmm. like you're just going through a breakup or whatever but i knew i wasn't like i knew that like i was already oh i bent over my ex and i knew that i was just really drawn to him and then like of course i did pray a lot about it too and 
while we were talking to each other, I really felt like God was just giving me a lot of the signs that I was praying for and confirming a lot of things, even though I was trying, I was the one who was trying to deny all of those mm -hmm. things. But yeah, all of the signs kept pointing to like, yep, he's the one. So did I answer your question? Yeah, I ramble. I <laughs> That's how they fell in love. That's how we <laughs> fell in love. That's how we started. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew Penghua when she was dating her ex. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yep. Because we, I think at one point, we talked about you guys getting married. And you're like, yeah. Me and my ex? Yeah. You're oh, like, yeah. yeah, I'm just waiting for him to propose. And then the next thing I know, Pain was like, yeah, I'm not <laughs> with him anymore. Yeah. 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 Because I. Which is crazy. I knew, like, I wanted to marry him. Mm -hmm. But he never knew. Oh, yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was always like, I don't know. And I'd be like, well, do you think we'll get married? He's like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. What the heck? Yeah. Like, do you see me in your future at least? I don't know. I'm like, bro. Because we, at that time, you guys were not high schoolers. You know, you were yeah. adults. You were in college. Yep. And so having those questions is, as a high schooler, yeah, it's like, you're only in high school, whatever. But as an adult, it's different. You know, yep. it's like, okay, do I want to spend more time with you? Like, mm -hmm. do I want to invest more in this relationship? And they, and you guys were dating for like four years. Mm -hmm. And he didn't know. This yeah. is a sign, girl. That's a that's a red flag. We'll talk about those later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For sure. Um, okay, off tangent before the Q and A. Okay. How different is your relationship then and now? With Peterson? Mm-hmm. Um, like, what do you mean? Obviously, there's growth. You okay, know. Yeah. But do you feel like your relationship then was is I mean it's the same as is as it is now? Like married or pre marriage? Pre marriage and married. Um, I mean, you know, like, it's, I feel like the biggest thing is that you've gone through so much in life that, like, you're better at dealing with your own issues. Mm -hmm. But then because you've, we've been together for so long, we've also gotten better at dealing with things together. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, when we were much younger, well, because we only dated for, like, a year and a half before we got married. So I feel like in the beginning of our relationship, married or not married, like we both really still needed to work on our own issues and we didn't know how to do that. And mm. I don't even think we realized that, yeah. you know, because we were still in college. Mm -hmm. I was still going to school even after we got married. So it was like, you think you know what marriage is, but you don't because you're still going to college. You're still trying to figure yourself out, you mm -hmm. know. Um, but then now it's like, like I still, I didn't, I was, I was still in school last year. You know, oh, yep. like mm -hmm. I was in my grad program. Yeah. So it's like, well, I was in college then. I'm still in college now. But but then now is like I know how to manage my time better. Now I know yeah. how to sacrifice more. You know, now yeah. I know how to prioritize my marriage, you know. Mm -hmm. So you're just better at things as you're older, as you get older. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, now we're going to jump into the Q&A um, that you guys sent in. Again, thanks so much for sending this in. It's going to stump us a lot. Yep. And we'll try to elaborate and explain as best as possible. Again, this is just Ping and I's experience. It's not to tell you that this is exactly what you need to think or mm -hmm. what to do. This is just our experience, our own opinions, our own thoughts. We're not professional. We're not psychologists, not therapists. <laughs> so, you know, take our words with a grain of salt. Um the first question you guys ask is, what age did you think you'd be married at? And at what age did you actually get married? Mm -hmm. Got married. 
You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. I, in high school, I always had this plan. Get married at 25. Also because my birthday is on the 25th of the mm-hmm. month. So I'm like, okay, I got to get married on the when I'm 25 and then have a kid when I'm 26. That was always my plan. That was the only plan I had. Really? I didn't think about anything after that. I didn't think about how many kids I wanted, whatever. I just wanted that. Um, that obviously didn't happen. Um, I Wait, what's your question? Yeah, at what age did you get married? Okay, so the age I got married. Okay, so we got Hmong married at 20. And then we got Mika married at 21. Okay. Yep. Which was like, and we don't, and we still don't have kids. (laughs) So like that plan went out the door. (laughs) Okay. I had the exact same plan for the married age. Like I always thought I always be, I would be married at 25. Okay. And then have kids after, but you know, we got married at around the same age, 21. Okay. You know, and I told Andrew, I was like, I think I I was 21 turning 22 in like a few weeks. And then I told Andrew, I was like, yeah, you know, kids, not my thing. (laughs) And then we ended with plot twist. (laughs) For real, plot twist. Um, But I think that's just life. When Mm -hmm. when you have these plans, obviously have plans is good for you. Yep. But um, just don't expect it to go that way. Or don't be super stuck to it, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And like your plan isn't always what God's plan is for you. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like God always does that where he's like, psych, you yeah. thought. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yo, I'm going to be single for a long time. And then Andrew came in. I'm like, ooh, yep. God, what? Yep. yep. For sure. Okay. How did you know he was the one? Do you believe in the one? You want me to go first again? Yeah, you can go. Um, I I would say now, yeah, I do, be, I do believe that because that's what I experienced. Um, just because, so like after my ex and I, we broke up, I was like, the next guy better know if he wants to marry me or not, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and Peterson did, but it wasn't just that though. Like it was like, I made a list of like standards. Like, okay, I actually have to have standards this time, you know, because we were in high school and I didn't think about all that stuff, but um, I remember thinking, like, I want this. Like, this thing is important for me. Okay, so, like, to be very specific, one of them was, like, I I want to, whoever I, wa- I marry, like, I want to be married for a couple years, and then we can start having kids. Because mm-hmm. there are some people that's, like, oh, I want to start having kids right away, or, like, I don't ever want to have kids. But for me, it was, like, no, I need him and I to be on the same page and, like, enjoy our marriage and then think about having kids, you know? And then... um I never told Peterson this when we were dating, but there was one time we were driving, going somewhere. And I, I remember, like, he just out of the blue was like, you know, when if ever we get married, like, I want to make sure that we enjoy our time as a married couple before we have kids. And for me, I was just like, oh, wow. Wow, that's a sign. That's a sign right there. <laughs> that's God confirming right there, mm-hmm. you know, where, like, Peterson would, like, say these things or do these things that I was like, oh, that's like like my values right like yeah. oh that's what i want too mm-hmm. you know so like that was what made me feel like he was the one and also like i just had this really unexplainable like attraction to him you know like not just like physically but like i just wanted to be with him yeah or, like i wanted to talk with him all the time like i just wanted to just be with him you know so it sounds so cringy but like <laughs> <laughs> but okay honestly that's so true though you yeah. have this feeling it's like this feeling and this like um, presence that you've known them forever. Yes. Yeah. And you feel like, oh my gosh, how 
I feel like I've known you my entire life, but I've yep. only known you for a year. Yes. It's that feeling. Yep. Yep. That's how you know he's That's the one. That's how you know he's the one. Yeah. And with a lot of prayer, too. Like yeah. For me specifically, yeah. For I, sure. I had to pray a lot about that. Because, you know, like I said, I didn't want him to just be a rebound or I didn't, you know. So I was like, okay, God, God I really got to make sure. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to commit to another relationship again if he's not the one. Yeah. You know. For sure. Wait, what did you think before then about, like, do you believe in the one? Like, were you just not asking God for that or were you just being like, God, I Honestly, just. Honestly, I, I don't think I thought about that at all. Oh, really? Yeah, because I was just, I started dating my ex so young. I was 15. I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And then finally, when we broke up, I was like 19. And I was just like, I didn't, I don't know. I was just like the next guy. Just, I just need him to know he wants to marry me. Yeah. I didn't really think about like, is there a one or not? Mm-hmm. You know, I used to think, you know, actually I used to think no. Okay. I used to think that, oh, you know, people could be compatible with whoever, you yeah. know? Yeah. Dang. I I have that thought, too, though. Oh, yeah? Andrew's like, I believe in the one. I believe you're the one for me. I tell him, I believe that I just chose you and I have to work with it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, so do you believe that now or me? Uh, I, think, I think I do believe it now, like you. Because okay. it's like, this is my person. Because mm. I have this feeling and I don't know how to, I've been, like, we have crushes on people before. And, you know, when you talk to your crush, you have, like, this, oh, my gosh, I'm so shy, uh, you know. And, yeah, that is real, and that could still be your person, right? But I think for for me, it was very natural with Andrew. Mm. That, to me, it felt like, oh, this isn't, like, I don't have to fake myself. Yeah, Like, I don't have to put up a front until, like, you're we're ready to be real with each other. Mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah yeah Aww, but you know it's the one for you yeah but you know i always be like faking to him like you know i just have to work with you <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah yep. but okay man i had a question too but i can't remember now but you know what? let's go to the next one to remember okay um do you okay it says your versions of pros and cons about being married young Mm. this one is really good because um the crazy thing is oh i remember what i was gonna say what i was gonna say is that me Penghua literally walked through the same like path of life i feel like we got married at the same time we dated our ex-boyfriends at the same time broke up with them at the same time yeah, yeah in college, got yeah. married at the same time and went through like the same things you know mm-hmm. and so i feel like that's why Penghua and i have this really deep sisterhood because Whatever, like, Pima's going through, I'm like, hey, girl. Yep. Yep. I relate. Yep. It's like, I'm right there, too. Yeah. You know? It's like, I'm not behind or I'm not ahead. It's like, I'm literally right there next to Pima. Mm-hmm. We're like, dang, man. Our sisterhood is literally the same. So we got married around the same age. And I would say, like, the only pro I, the Andrew and I always hone on to is that we get to grow up together. And we get to, we are each other's baggage. Mm. We don't have other baggage with us as we're like 30s, you know, okay, yeah. dating. Or if, we, if we're 30 and we just found each other, it's like, dang, all that baggage from other people, other hurt, other pain that we had to deal with. Andrew and I are always like, man, we got married really young, but our baggage is each other. Like our bad communication, mm-hmm. our having growing up to do, our mentality, our strength and weakness. Yeah. What about you? 
That's what I put down to. Really? Yeah. Like not word for word, but I, oh, I wrote yeah. learning together. Yeah. Because it's like you don't have anyone else. See, me and Pamela, we're not just yeah. sister, we're twins. Yep. <laughs> we think the same. We think the literal same, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the only pro I came up with actually was like learning together because, you know, like you said, like you only have each other. Mm-hmm. You only, like you don't know much yet either. So like you're going through life together too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For sure. I have more cons than pros, though. <laughs> so that's my advice for y'all. Don't get married young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. What'd you put for cons? I mean, I could only think of two. But I, the number one thing is, like, you're not fully mature yet. Oh, you're not yeah. fully mature yet. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, like, okay, so, like, 20. I mean, if you go to college, you're still in college. You know, like, you're mm-hmm. still figuring your your um your marriage. Hello yourself yourself your um your career yeah. right like you don't know if you're gonna have a what is it called you like switch your major right mm-hmm. you don't know that you know um you don't have a career you don't have a job you may or may not have a car right like you, all of these adult things are not really in place yet so you're not fully mature yet and um this might make a lot of young people mad but you don't really know how to think for yourself yeah yet. You know, it's like true. when you're 18, 19, you're like, oh, yeah, I got that. Like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you don't you don't really know what you're doing because I was there. Yeah. I used to think that, too. Mm-hmm. And then you grow up and you hit 25 and you're like, wow, I have no idea what I'm doing. Yep. I don't know how to set up my car insurance or yeah. I don't know how to set up my bills or like how do I know? pay student loan? Yeah. How do, mm-hmm. I, how do I do this or how do I do that? Or, you know, so you think you know a lot, but you there's still much more to learn. Right. Into adulting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think another like con about getting married young is there there's no stability in yourself. There's no stability in finances and if you like have a relationship with God, like you have to build that stability um in your faith. There's just a lot that I mean, not that I mean, I, honestly Andrew's like I don't regret getting married young, like but if I could change it, I think I would. Mm-hmm. Because he said that he would do it just for us to be financially stable, right? Where you think like, man, I thought I had it all. I thought that marriage was the end goal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we often do think that marriage is the end goal, but it's not the end goal. Mm-hmm. And man, there's so much identity to unravel about yourself in adulthood. Yeah. Yeah. You're still like, even at 30, I'm like, yeah. I'm still learning about myself. Right. Yeah. And working on yourself too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I tell like our youth kids at church all the time. I'm like, you guys might think I'm older and I know what I'm doing. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. Like I'm still learning how to adult. Like I'm still learning who I am, who my friends are. I'm still learning how I truly feel about my family. You know, like yeah. all of these things that's like, yeah, things are always changing. Mm-hmm. You never know. Yeah. But I did also write not yet having financial stability. See? Yeah. There See? we go again. Mm-hmm. Because it's like. When we got married, we had a lot of marital issues and we none, neither of us were financially stable. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I finished on my undergrad program that I finally got my first teaching job that I was like, oh, this is what saving looks like. Because yeah. before it was like work study, yeah. but that was like twice a week mm-hmm. and it was like nothing, you know. Right. And then he wasn't really working because he was in school, too. And yeah. Yeah. So it's like you don't have anything. And you don't. And then a lot of stress when you get married young without having, like, that job is, like, who's going to pay for this? Who's mm-hmm. going to pay for that? How are we going to move out? How are we going to afford? And then you start having all these issues because yeah. you're not financially stable. Right. Know? And yeah. then another thing with that is communication. You know, I feel like 
Dude, when you're young, you don't know <laughs> how to communicate. Literally. <laughs> when you're young, when you're like, you're mad, like, why are you mad? I'm just mad at you. Like, yeah. And it's like, why? And you're like, I don't know how to explain to you because you don't even know how to communicate that. And mm-hmm. I think, especially with Pei and I, we grew up in a Hmong household that's first generation, very strict, closed-minded parents. They're so traditional. And with that, it's like, man, our communication skills obviously is terrible because yeah. we didn't have that in the house yeah you know in our own home mm-hmm. so with that it's like clearly our communication affects our marriage mm-hmm. and i think that's why getting married young if you don't have good communication man that's it's gonna be really rough yep mm-hmm. yep you have anything else um no that's all i came up with for okay. cons just don't get married young guys <laughs> Wait till at least college is over or, you know, have a job and Mm -hmm. you can afford your own things, you know. For sure. Yeah. Wait until you are the age we thought we'd be married at. (laughs) 25. 25. (laughs) You can rent a car. (laughs) Um, Okay. Next question is, you guys ask, what are red flags we should look for in dating? Hmm. One of the red flags, I would say, I mean, the first red flag is if they don't want to marry you. Yeah. And I'm not just talking from my own experience, but like, why why are you dating? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, if that's not your end goal. Yeah. You know, like, I think, okay, so I think it's okay to get to know people. Yeah. Like, talk to, you know, if you want to talk mm-hmm. to this guy, you want to get to know him, whatever, I'm not going to be like. No, you're not allowed to talk to anybody because how will you know who you want to date if you don't know how to socialize Mm -hmm. either? So, like, yeah, I think that's okay. But when it comes to, like, having a serious relationship, like, why are you getting into it if you don't have the same end goal? Like, whether you're a sophomore in high school or a sophomore in college, you should be thinking about those things because, Mm -hmm. I mean, dating, right? Like, okay, so, like, I could be very blunt, right? So, like, yeah, like, sexuality is a big thing. Yeah. Right? So, like, if you don't think about these things, you can put yourself in situations where, like, it could be very bad for you. You can yep. create very bad soul ties. You can you can create more damage than good, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. For sure. You know you want to get married. Yep. And I think, for me, a red flags is no dream or goal or no future. Like, they don't vision a future, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like if you just date someone just to date them and they're like always going with the flow, they don't know what they want. As a woman, we do have dreams and goals. You know, mm-hmm. we see ourselves like this is where I want to be. This is if I if I want kids, this is how much kids I want. Yep. You know, like I want a house. I want to be able to care for my kids. I want to care for my husband. But if a guy is literally just dating you because you vibe with him or you like him and he doesn't have any dream or goals of like this is I'm going to finish college. I'm going to find a job. And then like we're going to get married. We're going to, you know, have this family. If they don't have that, that is a red flag because you're going to be stuck with someone who's like unmotivated and then you're gonna have to drag them yeah especially if you get married to them too yes. you know and it's it's hard that life is not easy i've seen that in people yeah and like a lot of people before marriage like i think they're so hopeful about yeah. marriage like oh he's gonna change or she's gonna change or our lives will be different yeah i mean yeah your situation will be different you know circumstances will change but like Girl, if he unmotivated right now, that ain't going to change. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. guys, well, and women too, I guess. 
but like I've seen from my own husband, like guys get more comfortable. Yeah, they do. And they're like, oh, I already got you. So do I really mm-hmm. need to? Yeah. And, it, and even like when you say, yeah, you need to, you know, right. like guys don't really mature till after 25. So like if you get married young and, you know, he's unmotivated now, like it's not going to be cute when he's unmotivated and, yeah. and you're trying to move out from your parents' house, you know, yep. like. Or you have two kids, you know. Yep. Yeah. And it's hard. And I think. I mean, the opposite for girls, I feel like if you feel she's high maintenance right now, she's not going to be low maintenance oh, yeah. later. Nope. Like, what What makes you think she's going to change? Yeah, your money going to be her money. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you paying for her lashes every day? Yeah. Like, that's not going to change. Yeah. Because her expectation is that. And if you don't like that, mm-hmm. then that's not the relationship <laughs> that's the red flag right that's there. the red flag yeah yep um i also said someone who's probably like not loving or kind to your family dude i said something like that too. <laughs> but i wrote yeah. uh, someone who doesn't want to be around your family yeah yeah mm-hmm. or friends yeah 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 because then they keep you away from people that love you or care for you or your support group you know yeah I've always been a big believer in like, oh, they're not marrying my family. They're marrying me. Mm-hmm. But if family is important to me, yeah. then family should be important to him too, yep. you know? So if it's like we get married and I'm like, hey, babe, let's go over and see my mom, whatever. Mm-hmm. If he says no, that's that's a problem, yeah. you know? Because it's like, well, like, I know you're not married to my mom, but like, I love my mom and I want to I wanna go. You should yeah. go with me, you know? Mm-hmm. But then they start making all these excuses like, oh, yeah, I have to do this or I have to do that. Then that's going to be a problem. Yep. Yeah. That is a red flag. Yep. I also feel like a red flag, too, is someone who always guilt trip you into hanging out with people that were there for you before them. You know, Mm. like, oh, why are you always hanging out with your friend? You never hang out with me. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, well, my friends were my friends before you were my significant other, you know. Mm -hmm. And if they obviously if it's not toxic friendship, you know, it's like girl or guy, you're the, you're like keeping them or controlling them. I guess mm-hmm. the red flag is controlling. Oh yeah. Yeah. And now that you mentioned that, I thought of another red flag. Um, if they have a girl best friend yeah, oh. or a guy best friend, there's no platonic relationship. <laughs> we already talked about this. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you believe in platonic relationship? Oh, what does that mean? It means that like you can be friends and have no feelings. With like, the opposite gender? Yes, with the opposite gender. I don't gender. believe that. Yeah. Unless you're gay. Yeah. <laughs> Me literally I don't said believe that, that too. People were like, I think it's happened. I could do that. I'm like, no. No. I've never so, seen that. Yeah, me be too. Successful. Yeah, yeah. I said someone, it's not that you would date, but one of you had feelings for each other at one point. Yes. That's the, yeah. Spoken or unspoken. Yeah. It always happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Which is... Yep, that's a red flag. That's, that's a, a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even let Pearson have friends, like, that are girls. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't care if you knew her in college. Yeah. Don't be commenting on her Facebook. <laughs> She's a red flag. Yeah, I, I do not care. <laughs> I think but it's like different same, marriage. But then the same goes for me, though. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't be commenting on these dudes' Facebooks mm-hmm. either, you know? Like, there has to be... A mutual ground level. Yes. Yep. Yep. Because, I mean, I get to... If you're significant other is the one always constantly doing that and you're like no don't do it and if they don't stop that's a red flag that's a problem yeah yeah run 
<laughs> so we're not back. we're not bashing on men, okay? We don't hate. No, them. I mean girls yeah. do that too, yeah. right? Like I'm just saying, whoever does it, that's not that's not okay. Yeah. yeah, like that's a red flag you should catch on to because yeah. it clearly means they're still not content in your relationship. Yeah, yeah, and they maybe never will be. So what's the point? Yep. Yeah, yeah. You can't change them. Yep. Okay. Next question is, how do you know when it's time to break up? Did you know in your last relationship when it was Oh, time? I knew. Oh, you did? I knew because I felt like it was a pattern. Mm. So it was always a pattern of like him making time for other people, him making time for other things. And like little things like he couldn't do for me. Like mm. I'll be like, oh, after you go and do X, Y, and Z, can you just come see me for five minutes? Mm. Like I felt like I was asking bare minimum things. Yeah. And he was like, oh, no, I can't because of this. And I'm like. Dude, that's a lousy excuse, you know? Like, you you are out all day, and I'm asking for five minutes, and you couldn't do that. But it wasn't just one time, though. It was, like, over a period of time, you know? Um, and then also, because I did pray about it, too, so I'd be like, okay, God, let me know if he's the one for me or not, you know? Show me a sign, and the sign would come. Yeah. And I was in denial, you know? Yeah. So, like, for me, like, that's how I knew. Um, yeah. But I would say, like, a like yeah, like that, like a pattern. A pattern. Yeah. And you fall out of love and you don't want to put effort into trying anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You felt for him or for you? For both, both. of us. Like, okay. I don't think he ever said it, but it showed through his actions, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, what about you, though? I feel like for me, I don't, I don't think I knew it was time to break up. I think I just chose to because, like, our goals in life wasn't the same. You know, mm. like his goal in life, my ex goal in life was like to stay put, to be with his family mm-hmm. and live where he lived. And that was not my life goal. I was like, Mm-mm. I am a city girl. I will never go live in the country. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, and I don't want to live where you live. I don't want to serve your family. Um, you know, we don't have the same belief. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, we don't have the same goal. You want to stay here. I, on the other hand, I have a lot of goals. I see myself elsewhere. I see myself doing more than just, you know, being a wife. And mm-hmm. so I broke it off. I was like, no, we don't have the same goals. We don't have the same dream. And we don't have the same belief. We don't have the same values. And I think it also ultimately came down to him just like disrespecting my family a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, no, like I can't do this anymore. Mm. Did you yeah. feel sad? Like, letting that relationship go? Or were you like, no, I'm ready to let it go? No, I was ready. Okay. Yeah, because I went to um, camp, like a church, the church camp, yep. Chicana camp, and I prayed about it so hard. I was like, God, you better, like, give me strength to, like, let this person go because obviously my ex was also psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to put it in a place, in a word that's, you know, not that word, but it's... Like, he would threaten that, you know, if I end the relationship, he will harm himself, right? Yeah, yeah. And as a young teen, you, you're you scared. You don't yeah. know what to do. So um, I was in a spot where I was like, I felt like I was um, cornered to be in that relationship. Yeah. And so when I went to church camp, I was like, Lord, you better give me strength. Have someone speak life into me. And then this girl came and spoke her story. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I was going through that. And then that's when... I went back home and I was like, okay, you confirm with me, Lord, that it has to end. And so I ended it. It was not pretty. Mm-hmm. It was so messy. Mm-hmm. But I, 
after I broke up with him, I sent him Taylor Swift's song, We Are Never Ever Getting wow. Back Wow. Because <laughs> it dropped that week. Uh-huh. And that, I was like, man, Taylor Swift knew me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I was ready to end it. And I think that's why I didn't feel sad about the relationship. And I was strong even though I was cornered multiple times where he yep. was like, if you, if you literally leave me, I'm going to like harm myself. My family's going to hate you mm-hmm. like constantly, even when we were not together. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's, Oh, he was a red flag. That was a red flag. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's a red flag. If they, if they threaten you, yeah, that you couldn't leave the relationship. That's a red flag. Yes. Okay. Um, Okay, the next one relates to breakup. Should a person move on or hold out for their ex? Did you hold out? Um, okay, say a little bit more about hold out. I think like hoping they will come back or hoping your relationship will kindle, rekindle. Oh. You know? Or like should a person just like, if we break up, just move on. I think if you break up, you should just move on. Mm-hmm. Because why, why would you break up in the first place? Yeah. If you were like, meant to be together you know right i think i just put move on period. yeah no seriously yeah. i think that you should just move on regardless if you get back together later or not but like pingwa said there's a reason for the breakup and i think a lot of times we do hope to get back in the relationship but if it's meant to be it truly will come back yeah you know? i mean like if you're in a relationship where like they're like you broke up because of the red flags like, holding out isn't going to remove the red flags. Yeah. They're still going to be there, mm-hmm. you know? It's like running away from your issues just to go back and they're still there. You yep. Know? So. And it doesn't matter the situation or the context of why you guys broke up. I think you should just move on, move yep. forward. Yep. Yeah. Did you move on right away? Like, you're just like, yeah, we broke up. It's whatever. I mean, kind of, because I, like, he, we weren't really dating, date. Okay, so it's weird. Okay, so, like, in September, we broke up in January, mm-hmm. but... The year before in September, like I already felt like we weren't dating because we weren't uh, we weren't dating. Like we mm-hmm. weren't spending time together. We weren't calling each other. We weren't doing any of those things. We weren't really working on getting better, you know. So by the it's time just before iPhones, y'all. Yep. It was flip phones. <laughs> <laughs> it was no phones, actually. Yeah. But it was like I already felt like we weren't together. So when January did come and we officially broke up, I already felt like we were broken up for four months, mm. you know? Yeah, you're already gone. Yeah, I was already, I had been moved on mentally. Like, I already spent enough nights crying to myself to sleep, you know, mm. so. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, I moved on, like, within the next hour. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you should. <laughs> As you should. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you and Pearson ever break, break, quote-unquote, break up? Or go on a break? <laughs> okay, that's funny. That's funny because we were talking about it this week. <laughs> um, I tried many times to take breaks. <laughs> really yeah i'm the type of person where like just like that's just how i am like when something's too much i'm just like i need a break like even if work gets too much i'm like i need to take a day off for my mental health or whatever so when our relationship was too much i'd be like i need to take a break and he'd be like no we're not taking a break because i don't believe in breaks and i used to that's a green flag i used to be so mad about it though (gasps) really i used to be like i hate you you don't respect my you know like oh yeah like my boundaries my boundaries and what i want for myself i felt like he was always pushing himself on me you know and i hated that but now that i think about it like i really appreciate that because i'm like what was it okay so recently okay so pastor mike was talking from transformation church he's talking about like 
if you're constantly in a cycle of like breaking up, getting back together, or like you do break up or what, or something along those lines, like, and he was talking about divorce, right? Like, mm. if you are constantly doing that, then like that's what makes divorce okay because you think you can just take a break from your marriage mm. when really you should always be working it out, you know? So now that I think about it, I'm like, oh, I am really glad. Yeah. Um, that that uh, Peterson was very <laughs> adamant. Very adamant. <laughs> it was annoying at the moment, but now I think about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, it really did do us good to yeah. work things out and really force us to communicate, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Because I think if he just let you have your break, your communication would not develop. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I would go hide in a hole and be like, I'll come out when I'm done yeah. being mad and then mm-hmm. never communicate it. You know? Right. Yeah. For sure. And again, that's part of being young. Yep. And dating and married, y'all. Yep. That's why finding yourself and having an identity is so important. Yep. Because then, you know, you will have a better marriage, better mentality. Yes. Healthier relationships. And like, okay, this is like off tangent, but it's on That's tangent okay. too. But it's like for communication, right? Like we always talk about how important it is in relationship, but you know, like I felt like growing up, I didn't know how to communicate because, oh, my parents didn't teach me, right? Mm-hmm. But as an adult, you always have the choice to do better. Yeah. You always have the choice to be better. Like, you always have that choice to choose to communicate, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, it's like, you know, like, especially for, I don't know, like, for people who have kids or, like, so I'm a teacher, right? So I'm always teaching my kids, like, if you're upset, use your words, not your hands, you know? Yeah. use Tell me what you need so I can help you. And, like, I see myself in a lot of my kids where they shut down and they just mm-hmm. don't say anything. And I'm like, hello? Like, yeah. I, I have to tell my kids, like, can you not ignore me? Like, I'm trying to help you, you know? But it's, like, it's the same for adults. Like, some of us, we still have to learn how to communicate. But yeah. it's so important for our relationship because it can be as simple as, like, I'm mad because you didn't do the dishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, you might argue about it, but at least you know the root reason why you're upset. You right. Know? It's not just, like, you start saying all of these other things beat around the bush just to come back to... You could have easily just said, I'm mad about this. Right. You know? Yeah. For sure. And along with that line, too, it's like, yeah, our parents, again, we grew up in a very traditional household. So it's like our parents, they were not good at teaching us how to communicate. And it does fall. It's our responsibility yeah. to get help. And yeah. I did that. You know, I went to counselor like our first year of marriage. I went counseling and I was like. I don't know how to, I don't know how to communicate with my husband. I just shut down when I'm mad. Mm. And you know, you have to dig up like okay, these are the reasons. It's from childhood trauma. It's the way my mom speak to me. It's yep. my fears. Um it's it's the fear of not being heard, you know? And so it is as an adult our own responsibility to did you, communicate better. Did you do counseling by yourself? Mhm. Okay. Yeah. Well, my counselor was like, "Do you want Andrew in here for one session?" And I was like, "No, because like it was me just learning how to communicate. And, like, sure. I didn't understand why I had such a hard time expressing, like, my emotions to Andrew. Because I was like, I just have a hard time, like, telling him how I feel, mm. you know. So at what point, sorry, like. No, yeah, go for it. At what point did you know that you needed that? Andrew. Oh, he, he was, told you that? Yeah, he oh. was like, you need to go see somebody because, like, when you're mad or, like, when you, you're stressed or you have a, um, when you have, like, an emotion, you don't know how to explain it. Mm. And, like, you just shut down or you just, like, don't talk about it. And then, like, it doesn't help our marriage. And he's like, you know, because then you, like, you get cranky or you get angry because you don't, you're frustrated with yourself. Yep. And so he's like, you need to go talk to someone professional. 
And then um, Karen was like, I'm like, she was like, you should see a counselor in North Central because it's free and it's it's in our tuition and I've been seeing one. So she's like, you should just go see one. Oh, and then, nice. yeah, and then that's when I went. And then I was like, oh, I got a lot of baggage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my counselor, she was really good at just like letting me talk. Okay. And then being like, okay, you said this at this point. So let's, re- let's go back here, you mm-hmm. know? And then that's when I was like, oh, I have a lot of like trauma, like communication trauma for my mom because of the way my mom speaks. Whenever my mom talks, I shut down oh. like a lot ever yeah. since I was a kid. I feel like now as I'm in like my, I think at 25, 26, that's when I kind of learned to talk to my mom. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't like, she would say like stuff, let's say like, oh, I don't like, she would say really dumb stuff like, I don't like your sweater. And I would just ignore her. And she always tell me like, do you not know how to talk? You know, oh. because for me, I'm like, I'm not trying to pick no fight. Yeah. But then now I've learned to be like, that's okay. You don't need to like my sweater. I bought it. I worked hard for it, you know? Yeah. And then my mom doesn't say anything. And I was like, it took me so long to get to that point. Oh, yeah. And that's when Andrew was like, girl, like. That was like your issue in our marriage with communication oh, yeah, yeah. because you shut down with your mom. So whenever so those issues carried over. Yeah. To, yeah. Whenever we have like small arguments, you know, yeah. it's just like, oh, why did you do this? Was that or why did you do that? Then I just like, oh, I just shut down. Oh, and I, I, that's when I was like, holy crap. Like I have a lot of baggage. Yeah. yeah. And then I, you know, I told my entire family and then that's when everybody was like, oh, Dang, we have, might need conflict. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone was like, oh, yeah, like we got issues. Dang. Yeah. You know, so it's like it took one person to point, pinpoint my issue. But mm-hmm. I think that like, I don't know, maybe Andrew's because he, he deals with his parents' mental health mm-hmm. that he could pinpoint mine. And then like he I was able to open a door that opened like many doors for my siblings. Yeah. To see that like you know, this is actually not a bad thing. Like, yeah. this is a good thing. Like, this is a road to healthier us. Yeah. yeah. I know, girl. Well, I commend you for seeking help and for, like, l- I guess, like, lowering your pride. You know, because yeah. most people can easily just be like, I don't need help. Yeah. I don't, is, I don't know no counselors. I'm good, you know. So Yeah, so I'm, like, an advocate for it because I'm like, yeah. if you don't know what you want in life, seek a counselor. Yeah. You know, like, you'll figure out why you don't know what you want in life. Mm-hmm. You sure will. Yeah, you sure will figure out what, like, trigger that or what caused that blockage. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a long answer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyways. Yeah, anyways, (laughs) the next question you guys ask is, what would you tell your younger self in regards to relationships, dating, marriage? Um. (sighs) My younger self, man. I would have been like, don't waste your time on... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on red flags <laughs> <laughs> literally um i would say you know, kind of like what i was saying earlier begin with the end in mind mm-hmm. know why you're getting into what you're getting into yeah because you don't think that you're gonna you don't think you're gonna cross certain roads and then when you get there it's gonna be hard to make those decisions because yeah. you didn't think about it beforehand mm-hmm. you know um also set boundaries for yourself um and have expectations for yourself and for your relationship Mm -hmm. whether you're dating um whether you're 
in a marriage, like set those expectations and not just set them, but communicate them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Be very, very like you would rather over communicate. Yeah. Than to just be like, oh, I expect us to date. Well, what does that look like? Mm -hmm. What is that? You know, how often is that? You know, because if I said that to Peterson, he might be like, oh, once a year is good. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I meant once a week. And then that can cause issues, you know. Right. That's true. I feel like for me, in regards to relationship, I probably would just tell myself that, um, like, how do I say this? I feel like I would tell my younger self, like, it's okay to just date around, mm-hmm. you know, like, and figure out who, what kind of person you want to be with. I think that a lot of times we don't ask ourselves, do I like him or do I like the attention he gives me? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, okay, That's we know good. I'm a girl. I know we like attention, you mm-hmm. know? And I think I didn't ask myself those questions. Like, okay, do I really like you? Yeah. Because like, you have to like a person more than you love them because, man, if you don't not even like them, you can't love you them. You can't love them. Yep. Yeah. And so I wish I had asked myself that a lot sooner in my previous relationships of, do I like the attention you're, attention you're giving me or do I actually really like you? Mm-hmm. Like, are you a likable person to the yeah. people around me, to me? Yeah. That's what I would tell myself. Yeah. Don't fall for the attention. Yes. Because guys will give attention to anything they want until they don't want it anymore. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why my husband be going from hunting to fishing to playing <laughs> games. <laughs> you. Okay. Do butterflies or the love high really go away? I, I, I just said yes because, like, you see each other every day. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know... I, you know, something I've always been curious about is like people who have military wives or husbands, mm. like where you don't see each other and then you see each other again. Like I, my guess is that, yeah, you still get butterflies because you yeah. don't, you love them so much and you see them not. Okay. And then you don't see them as often. Yeah. Yeah. But then for us, it's like, okay, if you're both working nine to five jobs in the same city, whatever, then like for me, sometimes I get annoyed of Peterson because I see him so often. Mm-hmm. But like when he goes um on his, like he, he has an annual camping trip every year to Boundary Waters. Mm -hmm. And he's gone like three, four days. And when he comes back, I'm like, oh, I missed you. you Yeah. I don't have butterflies like when we were teenagers, you Mm -hmm. know. But like, it's that like, oh, I I really missed you. Yeah. And I want to spend the day with you or whatever. Right. I don't know if that counts as butterflies. but I think so. Uh, I would say, I guess they they said love highs. But, okay, like Penguin said, the honeymoon phase does end. You know, I think it ends in dating. And mm-hmm. if you date for a long time, then you, you're kind of like, okay, do we get married? Okay, yeah. let's get married. Getting married, you do get, um, I feel like you get that love high again. It's like every stage. Oh, sure. Yeah, you yeah. know, every stage in your life. I f- if you feel like, oh, I'm in a dry season, you know, in the next stage of life, you can still have it. But then again, you also have to put work into it. You know, you have mm-hmm. to make sure that your needs are met or their needs are met. Like what's making you feel like you're in a dry season of your relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I, f- I feel like that came back, like the butterflies with the love high came back when Andrew, we had miles, you know, because oh, you yeah. see them in a different perspective. You're like, wow, like you're just so good at that. You know what I mean? And like, like even, oh, I didn't think you would be a good dad. Yeah. Or like, yeah. like, or like, man, the way you're intentional about our really, like your relationship with the kid is like very attractive. Like even Andrew's like, yeah, when I see you pregnant, like 
it's a whole different like attraction and like butterfly. It's not, oh, you know. Yeah. And so he said, as men, he said every man has that for their wife mm-hmm. because they have this appreciation, mm-hmm. and so you have this like deeper love and like uh, he said it's just like this intense love. Mm-hmm. And then I told Andrew, I was like, oh, when I watched Andrew with Miles, I said, I get what you mean now. Like, oh, I think that's yeah. what you felt is what I'm feeling towards you when it's like, dang, okay, you're being a good dad. Like, you're very intentional. Like, you're choosing to be a dad. You're not just a dad because you yeah. ended up being one. You know, like, you're choosing to do all the work. Yeah. You're so romantic. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> but I think, like, yeah. Even if you feel like, man, the butterflies are gone in our relationship. Yeah. I think every every milestones or every next chapter, you get that over and over and over again. Mm. You know, but that's why. That's I go- what Pastor Hank said when. Do you remember when he said that? He's oh, like, I you, didn't. You learn how to. Oh, how did he say it? Something like, um, you re you relearn how to like yeah. love somebody or something mm-hmm. along those lines. Yeah. Every like like you were saying, every new chapter. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Because yeah, you see a whole different side of them. Yeah. That they unravel. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. So if you're worried about that, don't worry. Butterflies will come. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, I also want to say, like, love isn't always a feeling either. Yeah. Because in a marriage, like, I I think I was very shook when I realized, like, I just I'm so annoyed all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, deep down, I knew I loved him. Yeah. But then it was like, oh, he's not doing this. or He's not picking up his clothes or he's not like helping me do this. Or, And then I would get annoyed and then I would think that like, oh, I didn't love him anymore. When, mm-hmm. when deep down I really did. I just didn't like all these things, you know, that we needed to talk about or whatever. Yeah. But it's like love is not always a feeling because in a marriage you have to work really hard. Yeah. To make everything work mm-hmm. out, you know. Yeah. it's There's a lot of work involved in mm-hmm. a marriage. It's not just... Um, it's not like second nature, I would say. People think that once you get married, it's, oh, I just know how to do these things. Yep. It's not nope. at all. Yep. It's like, okay, I have to tell you to do this. Yep. And then you have to remember it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> or just do it yourself yeah. the first time. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yep, yeah, for sure. Yep. And I think um, with the with that too, it's like, you have to also just have grace because I think each, I mean, we got married young, so it's a little different. We have grace for each other. Like, okay, yeah, you're not a car mechanic. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're, you're not, we never owned a house. You don't know how to do yard work. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't, I shouldn't expect you should just know these things. Yeah. You know, so that's yeah. also another side of it too. Yeah. You might have butterflies for that. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Let me know how that goes. Um, did you have insecurities in dating marriage? Um, you can go first for this one. Insecurities. I think my insecurity didn't stem from our relationship. Like it wasn't like, oh, I'm insecure about the way I look or um if you would cheat on me or if you like someone else. I think mainly it was insecure in a way of like, can I contribute? Mm. You know, like mm-hmm. Will I ever be able to contribute to our relationship? Would I ever get to my career or my goals? Like, I think that was my insecurity. It's like, dang, like, am I, are we ever going to get there? You know? Mm-hmm. And am I the problem? Mm-hmm. You know? Did you, that was me. Did you think that during dating or, or marriage? I think during marriage, because that's when I graduated, you know? Oh, okay. When I graduated college, and I was like, oh my gosh, can I even do it? You know? Oh, like, 
am I going to ever get to the career I want, the pay I want? Yeah. Um, my biggest insecurity was like, it wasn't like, did he want to marry me? Because I already knew that before going in. But it actually came from like, my friends at that time, they were like, oh, yeah, girl, he's no good for you. Mm. Like, he's he's a player, you know. So dating, I was kind of like, even though I knew he was the one, you know, like, I didn't want to be that girl that's like, I don't care what my friends say. I'm going to fall head over heels for him. You mm-hmm. know, I wanted to be like, hey, use your head, Pinghua. Like, is he good for you or not? You know, yeah. because I did know his past, too. And, he, you know, he was kind of, <laughs> and, you know, he, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's unpopular? <laughs> Who's, yeah, he's popular among the girls and whatever. Yeah, so I was kind of like, "Hey, use your head, you know. Like, you might like. What if you get played, mm. right? Like, what if he's just giving you attention, or what if you just for some reason you're attracted to him, right? And he's taking advantage of that, you yeah. know. So that was my insecurity. But at the same time, like, you know, like how I was saying, like God had confirmed all these things that I was kind of like, there's no way that like. I just really believed that he wasn't going to play me, yeah. you know, and he didn't and he hasn't, you know. Yeah. So I think really. OK, and I'm not trying to I'm not saying this to sound like super holy, but like if I put like since I put my trust in God, like I knew that it was going to work out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Did you um, ever have that conversation with Peterson? About my friends? About his, yeah. And, and his past. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I told him. Okay. That night, that okay. I was like, this is how my friends feel about you. And he was mad. Like, he was like, like, you, it was something like, you know me. Oh. Why would you believe what your friends have to say about me? Like, you, like, I have shown you my most genuine sight. Like, not word for word, but he, he was just like, I'm for real with you. Like, I'm really, truly pursuing you because I want to marry you. And like, yeah, I know. Like, he knows that he was like, I know I don't have a good past. But he, we talked about all of that before we dated, though. Okay. Like, we were, like, on the phone. We were just still, like, it was still, like, in the get-to-know-each-other phase. And he was, like, here's my past. Mm-hmm. I did X, Y, and Z with X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. I've talked to X, Y, and Z, you know? So we laid it out on the table before we committed to each other, you know? Okay. So, like, yeah, we already had that conversation. But still, I was kind of, like, well, I want to be careful and really consider what my friends have to say. Because, you know, your friends, they care about you. And mm-hmm. they want the best for you. And what if I ignored them and then I got played? Then I'm going to be a clown, yeah. I, you know? So, yeah, we'll for sure talked about it. Yeah. Dang. But what maybe this question for Peterson, but I mean, I don't know if he told you like what made him change, not change, but like was like, yeah, oh, I was the one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> she wasn't one. Y'all. I was the one, period. <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. Oh, OK. He has told me, actually, um, he he. OK, even though he was playing around with a lot of girls, he also got played a lot. Oh, so it got to a point where he had gotten played back to back and he was like, you know, God, I'm just done with getting played. You know, um, I just want the next girl. I just want to marry her. And I want her to know that she wants to marry me. Oh, okay. So the girl that played him right before we, us, she told him that she didn't want to marry him or she couldn't see herself marrying him. him. Yeah. So then that's why he was like, the next girl, I want to make sure that she marries me. And you know how I was kind of yeah. going through that, too. So then that's why we were like, we're going to commit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. K-drama. K-drama. <laughs> I'm just getting so cringe. <laughs> so cringe. <laughs> but yeah. But that was your insecurity. Yeah, that was But I only. mean, I feel like that's pretty valid, though, to listen to the people 
around you yeah about someone i think that's that's a they, valid point you know yeah yeah because people who love you and care for you they do see out the outside perspective yeah you know and yeah someone's past someone's past does play a huge role but i think the difference is that you and peterson had that conversation you yeah. know if yeah. you didn't have that conversation and then they said that to you yeah that obviously it'd that, be different yeah it'd be yeah. so different mm -hmm. yeah um, the next question is, what is your advice on your mental health and your significant other's mental health? Mm. Mental health is a huge thing, especially in our generation. Mm -hmm. And um, if you guys already heard, I talked about going get counseling mm -hmm. um, because that was for Andrew's mental health. <laughs> Mm -hmm. You know, to understand me. And um, I mean, you guys also know I, I suffer with postpartum depression and anxiety. It was so, so bad to the point where Andrew's like, girl, are you even going to be home, alive when I'm home, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's so bad to that point. But um, I think just knowing and being there and understanding and listening to what they're going through. I, I mean, Andrew's really good at reading. Like, he's good at reading people. So he he can just look at me and be like, you're going through this and this and that. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, no, I'm not. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> After 10 years of marriage, yeah. you don't know me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and I think like that helps me with my mental health. Mm -hmm. Is someone who's willing to say, hey, you're going through this. And like, like what help do you need? Do you need to see someone professional? Do you need to just talk it out? Do you need me to leave you alone for a little bit? You know? Mm -hmm. um, I think it's hard. It depends. Some people's mental health suffers deeply. Mm -hmm. You know, where it has to be medicated. It yeah. has to be, um, you know. Yeah. Constantly in marriage. But, I mean, yeah. you and Peterson gone through this? Um, I have seen a therapist. Okay, I've only seen a therapist one time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I never went back. But I would say, yeah, mental health is huge. I mean, kind of like, like I go, I, I suffered from, I go through depression too. Like, I don't know what the right term for that is. But like, how I'm doing affects how he's doing. Yeah. And you know how like you were saying, like how you're doing is going to affect how Andrew's doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even now you probably notice like it affects how you interact with Miles too. Or, yeah. you know, like I'm just guessing. But like, um, yeah, mental health is huge. And I think... Now that our us as first gen kids are growing up and becoming more educated, it's becoming more of an okay topic, you yeah. know, to talk about and to be open about and sharing with other people about. But I think it's so huge. Like, no matter what you're going through, whether it's anxiety or depression or like whatever, you know, I think it's very important to take care of yourself because it's not your significant other's job mm -hmm. to help you. Yeah. It's not their burden to, I mean, okay, like it's, they're going to be there with you. Yeah. But, but you can't expect them to fix you. Yes. You know, yeah. like you can't mm -hmm. expect them to be your source of happiness all the mm -hmm. time. You know, like you have to do it for yourself too, you know, because it's very, it's a very heavy burden to carry when you're expected to fix somebody else. Yeah. You know, like there are days, there are days when like Peterson's really down and I feel like, oh, my gosh, I have to fix you. Yeah. Like, I have to cheer you up. And mm -hmm. if I can't, like, I feel like a failure, you know? Yeah. And so, like, I think that really put things into perspective for me. Not that I expected him to before, but whenever I would, like, spiral, 
I would shut down mm-hmm. and like I would shut down and I would I was th- it's creepy like I would stay up till 2 a.m. just thinking yeah and I would like it's like it feels like insomnia like you just can't sleep yeah but you're not angry you're not, you're just sad you're yeah. about your life mm-hmm. and Peterson used to tell me like just stop just stop it yeah girl <laughs> just stop being sad and Guys I'm like don't <laughs> they don't think. I'm like I'm trying do you like I'm like I'm trying. Yeah, I, it's not a choice I can make. Mm-hmm. It, this is just how I feel, you know. And I think he used to feel really burdened too, you yeah. know. And it wasn't until like I don't know what happened, but something made him sad. And I felt that way, and I was like, oh my gosh. Like not that I expected. Like I said, not that I expected him to before, but yeah. I really put things into to, into perspective. Was like for me, it was like, wow, you cannot mm-hmm. expect somebody to do that, you know. Yeah seek professional help yeah you know like now that for me now that i'm a little bit better at managing and noticing my triggers Mm -hmm. then like i know how to be a little more proactive about it and everyone's different right some people need therapy some people need you know i don't know whatever people need medication yeah for me like i need quality time with people Mm -hmm. like if i know that i'm about to spiral and i hang out with people like it's it's distracts me a lot yeah where i don't have to sit here alone and think and be caught up in my thoughts mm-hmm. you know like i can be like oh let's talk about work yeah let's vent about annoying people at work right or like oh let's talk about family and then like rant about yeah what mom and dad did you know mm-hmm. yeah and it's not just distraction from it's not like you're distracted and then you go into it you know what i mean yeah yep. it's just like oh, okay i know that like if i don't have this then it's that's why I'm going to spiral. Yep. In, yeah. a, in a way, it is kind of like controlling your thoughts. Like, yeah. I'm not going to spend my time thinking about this. I'm going to spend my time thinking about other toxic things. <laughs> other things. But it's kind of funny. Yeah. Like, other toxic things are funny. Like, they're not going to make me spiral, you know? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and not with unhealthy people. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, I feel like... It's bes- huge. Yeah. yeah. And besides, like, just... I think as a significant other, too, yes, you can't fix them. But I think noticing it is helpful, okay? Like, yes. be helpful in noticing, like, hey, I think you're going to go into depression. Yeah. Like, what do you need? Yeah. You know what I'm like? What do you need to do? Like, what do we need to do to not have you spiral down that road? You yeah. know? Like, I think when I was going through postpartum anxiety, because I, I don't, you can't control any of that, right? Mm-hmm. Andrew's like, what do you need me to do? I was like, I just need a clean house. Like twenty four seven, and yeah. I said, if the house is clean the whole time, I don't. I, for some reason, I just don't have anxiety. Like my yeah. mind is clear, and then like that's what Andrew did, and I think like that's what like truly helped in a ton of freaking prayers, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's so important to have a supportive partner, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. where they understand that and then they can help you. Right. You know. Yeah, yeah. and not just being like, okay, you know what, like you're. I think be, not being supportive is always saying like, okay, you need to go and just seek someone. Yeah. Because I think that's not helpful at that at moment. moment yeah. You know, at the moment it's like, okay, what do you need? Do you need me to listen to you? Okay, um, how can we like move on from this tomorrow? And then how can we get you to get help? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think also that's, yeah, you can't fix them. Yeah. Definitely cannot. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it is truly, truly burdensome. Yep. Um, so yeah, if you suffer through any of that or you're going through any of that, hopefully that was helpful. Yeah. Yeah, because mental health is a really heavy topic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, last question you guys ask is, what do you like and or dislike about your significant other? Let's go with the dislike first, huh? 
Oh, sure. About Peterson, he throws the clothes next to the basket. Oh, my God. <laughs> he sure does. Dude, Andrew does, too. I'm like, look at him like, how many times have I told you this? And, and Peterson has ADHD. Well, I'm not a doctor, but <laughs> I'm diagnosing him with uh, ADHD. <laughs> Because he has all the symptoms. Mm -hmm. Forgetful. He, like, he's disorganized. Like, all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. He's very forgetful. Like, every other day. Have you seen my wallet? I'm like, really? no. Every other day? Oh, my every, gosh. Like, at, like, at least once a week or something. Have Just you seen my wallet? I'm like, no. Put the air tag in it. Girl, been saying that for three years. <laughs> Ain't no air tag <laughs> on his wallet. <laughs> or, like, um... Because, like, okay, so I used to get mad at him because, okay, sorry, this off tangent. I used to no, get mad okay. at him because he would come home from work or whatever he's doing. He's always on his phone. But I used to think that, like, you're just always on your phone. Like, I would be upset about mm -hmm. that. But I realized it's because he can't sit still. Oh, yeah. He, his, he always needs to be stimulated mentally, mm -hmm. you know? So that's why he's always on his phone. And so then when he's walking in, he's on his phone, and he puts his wallet here, and he keeps going. Like, he doesn't think okay i put my wallet here yeah he just his hand just does it you know so then i yeah he's always like have you seen my things and i'm like no and like it would make me very upset yeah but then like afterwards you know afterwards yeah, yeah when i was like dude I, I when i started you know working as a spec teacher then i was like oh yeah i think you might have adhd and this is why you do x y and z mm -hmm. and then he was like Oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then I learned how to have more grace for him because mm -hmm. my husband has a disability. <laughs> <laughs> he's special. Yeah. He's special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that what you wrote? Your dislike? No. <laughs> <laughs> she disliked ADHD. Because <laughs> you were saying that, and then I thought oh, yeah. about that, and I was oh, like, okay. I do hate that. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I did write that um, he's stubborn. And he doesn't take no for an answer. Mm. Yeah. It's a wrong thing. You know, it's like about the breaks. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, we're not taking breaks. I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah, we are. He's like, no, we're not. And I'm like, yes, we are. And then like, he just wouldn't take no for an answer. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, he just wouldn't do that. Pros and cons to that, you know? There is. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I I said, what well, I just like about Andrew said, dang, that could be liking way too much stuff. Like he has too many interests? Yeah. Oh. Too many interests. That's how he's like. What do you think I should do? I'm like, yeah, too many interests. I can't even tell you what to do. <laughs> Pick one. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah I think, because I don't think that's like super healthy for him. I also mm. think he has ADHD too. Because mm -hmm. kid be on his phone when he comes in. I'm like, bro, what is like, wrong? Take a with break. You? Yeah. yeah. Like they just need to be stimulated 24 7. But yeah. I just read that. I'm like, dude, I don't know. Like you have too many interests because I feel like it doesn't make you focus on one thing. Mm -hmm. you know it, it makes you like oh i like this and i'm gonna go do this and i'm gonna go do that then oh. you never really figure out yourself you know yeah do you feel like um he spends too much time on his interest or too much money money oh, okay yeah i was like dude i don't know how you could do that yeah it's like oh yeah me prisoners we're gonna go hunting this year <laughs> i'm like oh my gosh we're gonna go snowboarding by all season passes yeah <laughs> Literally, he's like, so when we get back from Hawaii, like, do you want to go snowboarding for your birthday? I'm like, oh, look at him using you as an excuse. I was like, boy. I was like, you want me to break my entire body again? And my neck again? Yeah. No. He would, He said this to me. I think if you you and Pei won't go again, it, like, you guys would just get into the flow of it because you will remember. I'm like, 
the flow of what hitting our head. <laughs> I'm like, do you? Did you forget it took me seven hours? Yeah. To balance myself? Yeah. No. He literally said, "No, you guys will get it this time because, like, your body would just remember how to do it." I'm like, falling. Yeah. Remember how to fall? You know. You know. He was like. Yeah, if Dorothy and Gauli can do it, you guys can do it too. Oh my I'm God. like, I'm not Dorothy or Gauli. Dorothy's done, done for so long. Yeah. It's so, it's different. I'm like, yeah, and they're good. And I'm like, yeah. I'm uncoordinated. I can't do that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That's why we both kept falling. Yep. <laughs> but I know he said, what do you, he's like, do you have Black Friday off? I'm like, no, I actually do work. And he said, because you know, Black Friday is like, the first day of snowboard. I'm like, don't. Oh don't. my gosh. I was like, don't even talk about that. No. Yeah, I told him that um, if I do go, we want to go like the late, I think nine after nine p.m. or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I told him like I don't want to go with a lot of people because yeah, I'm not confident. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to fall in front of kids. No, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that kid that had a coffee in her hand? I know. I was like, bruh. There was like, I don't know, if she was seven. Yeah. Holding coffee in her hand or hot chocolate, whatever. Going down. Going like, down a high, I mean, a steep hill. It wasn't a green hill. It was yeah. like, like a yellow or red. Yeah. yeah. And like, then we're bruh. like, uh, we're on this bunny hill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm falling over here on the bunny hill. <laughs> I can't oh balance. My God. I'm still trying to figure out how to put my sh- my snowboard on. I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah, literally. I tell Andrew, I was like, I gotta go after 9 p.m. when all the kids are gone yes. so I can actually snowboard. Yeah. In embarrassment. In, in peace. In, in the dark. In the dark. <laughs> where no one can see me. Yeah, fall. when people see me fall, they're like, Are you okay? You're like, Yep, you don't see me. It's dark. Yep. <laughs> you know, the day that we went, they said that the snow was bad. I know. Literally. And then, because so they. So, you know what? Maybe we should go again and see <laughs> if, it, if they're lying to us. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> yeah. It's a trap, it's right? It's a trap. They're going to be like, the snow's bad today, too. It's fluffy as heck. I know. I'm like, it's a trap. Sure. You're right. Okay. On tangent. Um, All right. Yeah, oh. My dislike. Okay, so Peterson's stubborn. He doesn't take no for an answer. Oh, I also dislike that he always has to prove a point. Dang, sorry. It's a wrong thing. It's a wrong thing, man. <laughs> he he always got to prove a point. Like, yeah. okay, like he doesn't have bad road rage. I think most people have road rage. Mm-hmm. But like if someone cut him off, He'll speed up and cut them off too. And I'm like, okay, that's... Really? Unne- yeah. I'm like, okay, that's unnecessary. Because you'll never see that person again. They yeah. don't know who you are. Really? What I do is I trap them. <laughs> <laughs> they speed up and they, go, and they try to tailgate the person in front of me, right? And you speed up so they can't cut you off? Yeah. No, and then I go to the next lane and I speed up and I block them so they can't merge over. Wow. <laughs> It's a strong thing for it's sure. It's a strong thing. Because sure. Andrew's like, why do you do that? I'm like, I have to prove a point. <laughs> <laughs> it's a strong thing. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm always like, well, do you want like a gold medal for that or something? Like, <laughs> good job. I don't know. No, Andrew's like, he's like, I always got to prove a point. Yeah, Andrew's like, that's so stupid. He's like, dude, just like let them go. I'm like, I just go drive next to them and act like, you know, I didn't know you were going 80, so I'm going 82. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's a dog thing. Yeah. That's funny as heck. Okay. uh, What do you like about Peterson? Um, Let's see. I guess, you know, he's persistent. Mm -hmm. His stubbornness has pros too. Like, he doesn't give up. In our marriage, he hasn't given up. And I really Mm -hmm. appreciate that because, like, okay, so I follow that stupid homepage on Facebook and I read their stupid stories. (laughs) Girl, we have to read one day. We should do a reading. (gasps) Yeah. And react to it. We should. Oh, Cause oh, I don't okay. have that. I don't have that page. 
Oh, you just like follow it, I think. Oh, yeah. No, I, I don't know what that page is. Oh, okay. I've never, like, people talk about it. I'm like, what page are you guys talking about? I don't not see anything. But then I said to Oh, it's all the tea. Yeah. It's Andrew's like, stories. I don't think you should go on it because you might be too addicted. No, it's funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. Like, okay. like, people submit stories anonymously and okay. they post it and then, you know, people comment or, you know, whatever. People troll or whatever they do. Okay, you should, you should select some and then we should read it and then I'll, we, I'll react to it too. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you some. Yeah. yeah. Some of them are so like, what the heck? This is so dumb. And some of them are like, oh, yeah, I don't know what I would do either. But what was I saying? Oh, okay. Like, so, so like sometimes I read those stories and I like, you know, sometimes like girls pose or guys pose. But then like, you know, like if the guy's like, oh, uh, I, I'm still in love with my ex-wife or I'm still mm. in love with my ex-girlfriend. Like, what do I do? Or like, oh, I slept with so-and-so. Like, I always like, oh, my gosh, like, what if that's me? You know, like, yeah. oh, my gosh, what if that happened to me, too? Anonymously, what if that's Peterson? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, like, I'm always like, oh, like, you just never know. Yeah. Or like, what if one day, 10 years from now, we fall out of love? Like, oh, I fear yeah. that, you know? I don't think that that will happen, but, you know, it's just my anxiety, so... I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm gl- I am grateful that he's persistent and he hasn't given up on me. He hasn't mm-hmm. given up on us, you know. And also, like, we, you know, we're, our whole infertility thing, too. And, you know, like, they don't say it to our faces, but they always think, like, oh, our in-laws are Christians, but like, strong grandkids, yeah. you know. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm trying, mm-hmm. you know, but, like, don't say that, you know. Right. They haven't said it to me, but like we kind of like, I wonder if they think that, mm-hmm. or I wonder if other people think that too. Right. You know? But I don't think that he would do that, you mm-hmm. know. So I for do, sure because he's shown that he wouldn't do that. Right. Know? So yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Cause I mean, I re- I said the same thing as you too. Like having someone who's very um, intentional in your marriage, like that's what's gonna keep it going for the long run. I think sometimes. You did mention earlier, like, they get comfortable. Guys do get comfortable, yep. you know? And, I mean, girls do too. But at the same time, it's... If you're not willing to continue, like, working on it, yeah, of course, it's... I mean, not that divorce is easy. Obviously, divorce is not easy. But to, like, not be with each other or to feel like, okay, you know what? We don't work out. It's easier to just say that, you know? Mm-hmm. To be like, you know, we just don't work out. Obviously, there's some people, you know, to each their own... We never experienced divorce. Mm-hmm. But I think that, like, having someone who's very intentional about making sure that you're they're in it for the long haul. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I wrote the same thing, too, so. Oh, yeah. I know, right? Yeah, Andrew's, I always tell Andrew, you're more obsessed about me than I'm. <laughs> Someone's like, got to be, Yeah, right? I was like, like, remember, okay? Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, actually, now that you say that, it's like, he's... Sometimes I feel like he's more persistent mm-hmm. in the relationship than I am. Yeah. Which kind of helps because, like, he's, like, the man of the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if he don't want me no more, what can I do? Yeah. You know? So, I don't know where I was going with that. But, like, I think the fact that, like, he's the man of the relationship and he's always choosing to stay, like, I think that's huge, too. Yeah. You know? Because, like we said, it's easy. you could choose anybody. You could cheat. You could yep. be emotionally cheap, yep. mentally cheap, whatever, yep. you know. But it's like having someone to stay with you for the long haul, like, yep. it's a lot of work. Like we said, marriage is a lot of work. So for someone to just be like, no, I'm just going to stay with you. I do have that thought, too, where I'm like, you know, I see people, like, getting married for, like, over 20 years, and then they divorce. Yeah. I'm always like, 
I don't wonder what that's like, but I always wonder like, why? Oh, sure. You know, like, why and how did you get there? Because I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to know the why for the T. I want to know why so I, I don't get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because Andrew's like, why do you care? I'm like, because I, I don't, I want to know that like, oh, maybe it's something I'm doing now that could cause us to be there. Oh, yeah. You know, so I was like, so if I could fix it, why wouldn't I do that? Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, again, we, we don't know. Right. You know? Yeah. But Maybe, maybe we got to stop being hangry. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> we, start, we need to stop proving our point. Right. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> I need to stop proving our point. That's yeah. why. And I need to stop being hangry. <laughs> That's a big problem. Um, I also like that Peterson's very driven. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like sometimes I get annoyed about like, oh, you don't do this or you don't take me out or you don't pick up your clothes or whatever. But like when he when he has a goal, mm-hmm. then like he goes like he. Well, what am I trying to say? Like, like he actually achieves. He it. executes it. Yeah, yeah, he achieves mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. So like when he was like. When he was still bumming around and you know, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't believe that you're ever going to get a good job. Like, I don't think that you're ever going to get there. And he's like, yeah, well, one day I am. And I'm like, uh. and for me, I'm very practical where I'm like, well, if you're not doing it now, I don't see how we're going to get there. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not taking the steps to show me, not that you need to, right? But I'm not seeing your progression, you know? Yeah. But then he did get a big boy job. And I was like, oh, good for you, you know? Or like, sometimes they kind of don't get one you you know? Mm-hmm. But then, like, there are very random days where he's like, I'm going to clean the house today. And he will, like, clean. Yeah. Like, he will clean, clean. Like, he will vacuum. He'll mop. He'll do all the things in one day. And I'm like, oh. Oh, you oh, have OCD and ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> you have all the things. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So you do follow through with what you say. Kind of mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So he no, is that's driven good. in that way. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me with Andrew... Like, what I like about Andrew is that he can read me. And I feel mm-hmm. like in all my relationships, like, I feel a lot of people is not like Andrew. Where he'd be like, no, like, something's wrong. What? What is it? You know? Mm. But I'd be like, nothing's wrong. <laughs> but I'd be like, it's because I didn't get this job. You know? Oh, or like, yeah. oh, it's because somebody got this and I didn't get it. You know? And for him, it's like, he's like, girl, you're so easy to read. But to me, I'm like, but How? Like, yeah. well, no one else could read me. Maybe you'd be reading people too much, you know. Yeah. But for him, it's that. Because it's easy for him to pull it out of me, mm-hmm. you know, when I really don't want to, like, talk about it. But he's like, no, you need to talk about it. Yeah. Because, like, that's how you process things. Yeah. So that's for me. Do you feel like you, like, when you're going through stuff like that, do you feel like you mask? Like yeah. You, like you front? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, which he's like, you're a master. Yeah, he has a superpower then. Dude, Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you know, you're really, he's like, dude, you can mask things. He's like, people will never know you ever suffer depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, that's the scary part. I told mm-hmm. him like, that is so scary to know. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, really? I'm like, yeah, because I think um, Robert, pa- I forgot that one guy who's super famous actor, like he committed suicide because he was depressed. But people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, they're like, but he was so happy. Yep. And I told Andrew, yeah, I'm scared. Mm. As I, I told him, like, I am scared of that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be that kind of person. You know, I was yeah. like, I want to be someone who can talk to my friends about it. You know, yeah. 
And then that's when Andrew's like, yeah, you, you're really good at masking. Why do you think yeah. you do that, though? I think it's literally my parents, you oh. know? It's like having to be, like, what their expectation of you need to be successful. You need to be this kind of person. You need to have this kind of job. Uh, and I, it's like all the standards that they've had for us. I feel like all my siblings were good at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, we're just good at that. And it wasn't until I went to counseling where I broke that. Oh. And then that's where all of it came down, where we all were like, yeah, actually, like, yeah, I'm I'm going through this. Or, like, I feel like I'm suffering from this. And I think that's when it kind of broke in our family. Mm-hmm. So that's when Andrew's like, girl, you're really good at masking. Mm-hmm. Like, even at work, my entire work was like, yes, I mean, we did not know you were suffering, like, postpartum depression when you are working here. Mm-hmm. They're like, you literally were like the best worker in six months. Yeah. Because I got two awards. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then they were like, what the heck? Yeah. And I just told them, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I have issues. Yeah. You know, like I tell you, Andrew, I was like, yeah, that's that's bad. Yeah. You know, because I my supervisor had to come and talk to me. She was like, if you're going through something like you need to come talk to me because she was like, I never want anybody who's suffering through mental health to like feel like they're not supported because she would suffer through mental health okay yeah yeah and so i turned i was like yeah yeah i said wow she really opened my eyes so every time like i'm going through something i just tell her like hey you know what i'm gonna take a salt today today today's not my day yeah yeah oh that's good Mm -hmm. yeah so i turned i was like dang i'm i'm pretty bad (laughs) <laughs> I was like, I'm really bad at it. I was like, why do we do this? Yeah. But yeah. But at least he can, you know, like you said, draw that out of you. Yeah. So that you can have those conversations about, mm. you know, how you're feeling or right. what you need for the day. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes he'd be like saying stuff. I'm like, no, you don't know me. <laughs> like, the heck? You know? <laughs> I'm like, I'm not trying to cry today, okay? Yeah. 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 But Well, I think that's so good. Do you have another one? Um... That you like about Peterson? Um. Oh, I guess yeah. I wrote that he's charismatic. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's a very good. So he's introverted. What? I know, but he's a people person. Wait, did he take a test? Did you guys take a? Yeah, we took a lot of them. Personality <laughs> yeah. tests, like for you know youth and church and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an introvert. It's probably aging. You know? And I'm like, dude, that's a lie. I'm mm-hmm. like, you are a people person. You know, yeah. like he's so good at talking to people, you know, like there are days when he's like, oh, I'm so tired. I don't want to go out. But then, like, for example, say we go to church and mm-hmm. then he's like talking the most or like we, we are not leaving church until four because he's still talking to people. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's super charismatic and not just like he's talkative, but like people like him. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's just friendly and he's like, he's a joy to be around. He's you know, joy- yeah, easy he's to be funny, around. You yeah. know, he makes funny jokes. And I'm just like, I yeah, I'm a weirdo. <laughs> I don't know how to. <laughs> I only talk to the same three people. You know what I mean? Like, I am a true God, introvert. Marcel, Stephanie. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's the same three people. You know? Yeah. Yep. No, yeah. I think even being charismatic is so hard to have too, especially at an older age. Because mm-hmm. I feel like for us, we don't. We have this. I have responsibility. I need to be an adult. We don't know how to kind of go down from that mm-hmm. and just enjoy everybody. At whatever level they're at too yeah but no charismatic is good yeah it's yeah. A, it's a 
personality we always we have i wish i had that yeah i wish more people liked me well i have rbf too so like i think that's why i wish <laughs> yeah. more that i had that yeah. you know because i'm like people see me and they um yeah they i probably scared them away with my face you know mm. and then like yeah i'm like i wish that i was more charismatic so that it could make up for my face you know like i wish my personality made up for that oh yeah but then i'm truly like i kind of am an introvert so mm-hmm. i only like i Enjoy small talk yeah. better with people that I'm comfortable with, you mm-hmm. know? I don't mind getting to know people, but it takes a lot of energy energy for mm-hmm. me to, like, step out of my comfort zone. Like, hey, you know, yeah. what do you like to do? And then afterwards, I'm like, dude, that was kind of dry, so I'm drained, you know? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then for him, it's so interesting because he's like, I wish I didn't have that. Like, I want to be a true introvert. I don't want people to talk to me, but people like him people are drawn yeah. to him you know but he's like i wish i could be alone <laughs> and i'm like well grass is greener on the other side i guess yeah it's like one of true. those things yeah but i don't know with peterson's personality like he makes okay peterson's like the life of the party when he comes in you know what i mean like yeah if when he comes in it makes it a different atmosphere yeah especially for the youth you know so oh, it's yeah. like oh that's a good thing yeah even if you feel like oh i wish i was not like this yeah. Yeah. I tell Andrew the same thing too. I tell Andrew, I was like, Yeah, I think I'm an introvert. He's like, No, you're not. You talk <laughs> to people, like you talk to people randomly. Like we went to his coworker's wedding yesterday. Okay. Evening. And then I was talking to this girl next to me the whole time. You and, were? Yeah. And she barely spoke English. And Andrew's like, Oh you talked to that girl for like three hours. <laughs> you introvert? And I was like, Yeah, I don't know. So I understand too where it's like you're an introvert, but then you also understand that, oh, they need this. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you want to just help the other person have a good time. Oh, yeah. sure. Are you, like, have you taken those personality tests? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I don't know if I took the Myers-Briggs. But I, obviously, I only took the Enneagram. Yep. And then I think that's all I took. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. I didn't take the Myers-Briggs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd be interested to see what you are. To see what I am. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Probably. Actually I mean, work. everyone's like, okay, I believe everyone's a little bit of both. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Because I'm extroverted around people that I'm close with. Yeah. Yeah. But, but if, I'm, they, if I'm just getting to know you or, like, people at work, like, if I have a new boss, I'm like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to yeah. sit here and have a conversation with you, you know? Mm. Yeah. I tell Andrew, I say, I don't think I'm an extrovert. I think I'm just good at socializing. See? It could be that, too. Yeah. I, yeah. I tell him, like, I think I'm just good at trying to make people feel comfortable and invited because all my life, I was not invited, <laughs> you oh, know? Oh, sure. So yeah. you want people to feel included and yeah. comfortable. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know if that was the same for you because you're introverted. Uh, but you're just like, oh, I don't like to socialize. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think it depends on the situation. Yeah. Like, if the youth was hosting an event, then I would go out of my way to make people feel comfortable. Mm. Or, like, you know, church. Or I'd be yeah. like, oh, hi, welcome to Elevate Church. What am I, this is my name, blah, 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 blah. I feel like you were, like, sociable in college, though. I don't feel like I was. Really? I feel like you were because you and Jabila knew, like, everybody on your floor. I, no, I only knew people because Jai knew everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't talk to anybody. Oh, really? Yeah. I only talked to three people. Jai, you, and Ice-T. <laughs> that was it. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I think it was Jai who talked to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But then, like, you know how I was saying, like, now I've learned how to socialize. Oh, yeah. And I learned how to, like, have small talk with people. Mm-hmm. Then it's like I'm extra. I'm extroverted when I want to be. Yeah. Andrew told me that he's like, I don't think you should, like, he's like, he told me I need to learn how to small talk. 
because he said you literally just rip people open and be like so what are you dealing with you know like <laughs> i'm like i do not do that he goes yeah you make people open up and i was like yeah okay i'll learn to small talk that okay like mm. what do you do for a living because i hate those questions you know yeah, yeah so yeah, which yeah. i don't like to say it yeah so i tell andrew's like that's why i don't say it because i don't like those questions They're myself so surface level yeah. Yeah, yeah but he was like i tell me you your secret <laughs> yeah <laughs> what are you going through yeah literally i'm just like oh my gosh yeah he's like when you talk to people like it goes on a whole deep level like the girl yesterday oh <laughs> yeah it went on a whole deep level oh yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah. then just like the heck you guys talking about for three hours <laughs> i was like i don't know it, it got deep yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah it's okay eh, it is, yeah if you guys have the same issue it's not it's not bad it's not too good it's you it's just you yeah i don't think it's a bad like you know some people might really appreciate that mm -hmm. yeah. yeah that's true because like i hate surface level things so when people ask me questions i'm like uh yeah the you know this yeah and, the, and, you know talk about like, these general things again but yeah i really enjoy having those really intimate conversations yeah. with people like mm -hmm. here's my trauma this yeah. is what i'm going through this is what i've learned from it though you know yeah. like yeah and it, i think maybe mm -hmm. it's our age too that's like, true like i'm 30 i don't want to talk about how many siblings i have that's yeah. so boring let's talk about other things like yeah you know, education system. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about, you know, things That's that true. are relevant to what we're going through yep. right now. You know? What's happening in the world? What yeah. do we believe in? Yep. You know, how can we grow from it? Yep. So, yeah. All right. Wow. Thank you all <laughs> for listening to us for an hour and a half. <laughs> Sorry, this must be our longest episode ever. <laughs> um, And that's okay. Yeah. You know, I think I, I would like long episodes, but, you know, then I were like, we could talk forever, so oh, we yeah, need to sorry. make sure we have... No, me and Lynn's like, we could talk forever, so we need to make sure we have episodes. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, no, thank you for yeah. sharing and being vulnerable and telling us your stories. Yes. You guys might hear Pinghua in the future episodes with other people's stories. Oh. You know? Yeah, we'd be stalking that moment. We'd be stalking that moment. page. Yeah. will have a list, and we'll read it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if y'all are interested... It's going to happen there. If you want to connect with Pinghua and talk about your trauma, you can reach her at Anytime. <laughs> um, you want to share your social media? Oh, sure. Um, I guess my Facebook is Pinghua, but two A's so that people at work can't find me. <laughs> P-A-A-N-G-H-O-U-A. And last name is uh, T-H-H-A-O. Okay. Um, and then my Instagram is just Pinghua T-X. Mm-hmm. Pinghua, P-A-N-G-H-O-U-A-T-X. Yes. No nicknames, okay? Yep. I think that's it. That's all I have for social media. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, reach Pinghua on our social media handle. I'll put it in the show notes as well if you still can't spell it. Mm -hmm. um, but again, thank you, Pinghua, for joining me Thanks today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Hope it was fun. It was fun. I hope it's fun for your listeners. <laughs> No, I think it'll be fun. And a half. Yeah. These are all your questions. So I hope we answer your questions. If you have more questions, feel free to um, DM us at the Daily Gloss Podcast on Instagram and we will answer it again. Okay. okay? No worries. She will be back. Um, but yeah, this is all we have for today. All right. See you next week. All right. Bye.